For as long as the Bible has been around, this topic has been discussed and feared by many people. My name is Andrea, and you're listening to White Noise. Alright, hi guys. Today's show is something I personally find very chilling. Today's topic has been referenced in many different ways across many different religions. Today I am talking about the Antichrist. Since I'm kind of under a time constraint for this episode, I'll be referring to the Christian version of this dark figure who is referenced in the Bible, particularly in the book of Revelations, or what we might call the end times. Alright, so it's important to note that the term Antichrist is actually used in two different ways in the Bible. This is depending on whether or not the word is capitalized. So Antichrist being uncapitalized is considered the spirit of the actual Antichrist, capital A, that resides in humans, particularly humans that deny that Jesus is the Son of God. The Antichrist with the capitalized A is the one entity that will come into power during the end times. So this will be the one I am referring to during this whole episode of White Noise. Keep in mind that the term Antichrist is only mentioned five times in the New Testament. I thought that was kind of weird. I always imagined it being mentioned over and over and over again. But he is mentioned with different names. So we have the man of lawlessness, the false prophet, which I have spent hours trying to figure out this particular reign in time. And I have not been able. There's just so much that goes into it that it's hard to know. I believe there are two false prophets. There's like a false prophet and the beast and they're two different people that work hand in hand. And I will get all into that a little bit later in another episode. But for right now, I am referring to the Antichrist with a big A, the one who's going to be ruling as soon as the end times are upon us. And that is the one I'm going to be talking about today. But keep in mind that no one is supposed to know when this time will be upon us. And this is according to Matthew 24, 36. This is a quote. But concerning that day, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son of God, but the Father only. We all know that throughout history, many have claimed to know when this doomsday is is going to happen. There's been a lot of people who have stepped forward and said, this is, (laughs) they're upon us, this is the Antichrist, this isn't the Antichrist. Actually, there are some interpretations of the Bible saying that revelations already happened And that in itself is a whole new episode with a different ruler and a different time. But many claim that this was written in past tense for a reason. But right now I'm just going to go with the prophetic future tense version of this. So in the Christian Bible, the book of Revelation states that the seven seals will be broken. And seals is a word used figuratively that are opened at God's discretion that announce doom. Following the seven seals, we will hear the sound of seven trumpets. From what I read, I believe the Antichrist makes his appearance after the first seal is broken. So let's look into that first seal. Once the first seal is broken, this is where we see the four horsemen of the apocalypse. So the first rider who rides the white horse is what I interpreted as the Antichrist. And there are so many debates online on whether or not this is... This rider of the white horse is the Antichrist, or if he's actual Jesus Christ. Honestly, what kind of made me look into that was because I always thought that white symbolized the color of purity. So I figured, well, maybe if the rider on the white horse might be a good thing, because there are going to be some years in the end times that are full of peace and cooperation. But 
I did end up reading that Jesus isn't supposed to make his appearance until after the Antichrist has reigned. So I can only assume that the rider of the white horse is the Antichrist or someone completely different, but no one good. No one good. So the four horsemen all symbolize something. The white horse symbolizes conquest. Another interesting thing to look at is that some interpret this as the plague, which is shown in the Jewish encyclopedia. The red horse can be interpreted as war, the black horse is famine, and the pale horse is death, which makes sense after the three he's preceding. So if we understand the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and we use those, we can get a small glimpse into what the state of the world will be in. And that to me is kind of what makes the end time so eerie is because it's not like the earth will be taken out by an asteroid. It will be slow and it will be full of suffering. So we're working with this world where we're in a constant state of distress. So we have environmental issues. We have ongoing wars, plagues going through the entire world and famines following that. And it is also said that many will literally die from fear. So we all know that there are negative health effects to stress, but the stress will be so intense that heart attacks will happen to those who are younger and younger as the time goes on. And then along comes this one person who will be able to solve literally all our problems. And his solutions will be so great that he will be accepted. And this, this is the Antichrist. So some common myths about the Antichrist I want to address before I go any further into this podcast because I did find a lot of them interesting and I will admit that I, before I did some research into this, I definitely have heard these myths and I thought they were, I thought they were real. So the first one is that he will not be able to be identified before the rapture. And this might come in with the confusion that no one knows when the end times will be upon us. So maybe that's where the interpretation of saying, well, if we don't know when the end times are upon us, we also won't know who the Antichrist is, which is honestly unreasonable, I think. But my interpretation of this entire thing is how we won't be able to know who he is, how we won't be able to address the man before he comes into power is, and I did get this interpretation. I was listening to an interview between Father Malachi Martin and Art Bell. Father Malachi Martin was an exorcist for the Roman Catholic Church and worked very closely with the popes. So in an interview, the priest states that more and more people are rejecting the teachings of the Catholic Church. For argument's sake, let's just say that's true. And this is how I believe the Antichrist might not be easily identified before he is here and gets discovered as such. So if more and more people are rejecting the teachings of the Catholic Church, over a long period of time, we're looking at a world where the Christian Bible is essentially non-existent. And I don't think this will be because we got rid of it in some frenzy to forget the teachings. Maybe over the course of hundreds and hundreds of years, something else like another religion or what have you will take the place of the Christian teachings, Catholic teachings, leaving the world in a way where we just don't know about the teachings. They just aren't as prevalent. So therefore, all the signs of the Antichrist might go unnoticed. So keep in mind in Revelations 4, 1 through 2, John 
will be taken to heaven. So John is a symbol of the church. I don't know if this is supposed to be metaphorical or whatever it is, whatever the symbol is, but it will be taken from the earth. So that could be that could be Christianity, Catholicism, anything that applies to the Christian Bible just taken away. And then we are looking at a time when the end times begin. So if we don't even know it really exists, very few of us might know it exists. This could be a reason why this prominent figure could slip by. Because we're working with a time right now in current history where a lot of people are claiming that this person is the Antichrist, that person was the Antichrist. A lot of people get blamed for being the Antichrist. And if we were in these end times, just from what I read, I don't think we're even really going to know or have that term to claim someone is or isn't. Because, like I said, it will go unnoticed. So another common myth is that they will be attractive. So yes, he will be, he or she, we don't know, will be charismatic and popular and that that in itself will take you really far, but they will not be that conventional attractive that we see in the media today. They will be disfigured with a blind right eye and a withered right arm. Keep in mind that is very important because his otherworldly charm that this man or woman will possess is how they were kind of their story of becoming is how they will miraculously survive a mortal wound and the survival obviously helps the case for being a miracle worker because they are said to have died and come back from the dead which sounds very familiar so we have this charming and charismatic guy who's able to solve all the world's problems but i thought it was interesting because he will not be a womanizer According to Daniel 11.37, Neither shall he regard the God of his fathers, nor the desire of woman, nor regard any God, for he shall just magnify himself above all. So that's kind of an interesting, almost scary person who can literally place himself above all these worldly desires and keep himself up there and magnify himself above everything. That's an interesting perception. And again, that was coming from a quote, Daniel eleven thirty seven. So how exactly will this person come into power? I guess he will be put there. I don't think he will be voted into power. And this is another quote. It says, and the reason why I think that is because this quote says, kings without kingdoms will play a big role in the false prophet taking power. So I don't want to get all tinfoil on you guys, but I do kind of want to address this. Think about it. Kings without kingdoms means the ones who actually rule the world, but without recognition of doing so. So without their kingdom. And if you guys, for those of you who look into the Illuminati, this does sound a little bit familiar because, you know, they say that there are these The prominent figures we have now are essentially just puppets being pulled upon by these people, by these powerful people just kind of pulling the strings, making the big decisions, and essentially the people who we think are in power now are just kind of playing along with what the other ones are saying, yet we won't know who the other ones are. I just thought that was a very interesting reference, and this is that's for a whole new episode. I won't get into any Illuminati stuff right now at all. I just thought that was interesting. 
So let's talk about this. Once the Antichrist is in power, he will rule for seven years. And keep in mind, a thing that will help him get into this state of power is just how miraculous he will appear to be. He will be able to perform these seemingly amazing acts. So this is another quote. He will cause fire to come down from heaven to the earth in full view of the people. And then I was reading online, and this was something that kind of interest me. This is another small sign that he is not the actual Jesus. In the Bible, when Jesus performed a miracle, he did it in order to glorify God and not necessarily to call attention upon himself. So when we're working with the Antichrist, he's doing these acts to call attention upon himself, to gain power. Basically keeps eating up this attention in order to, pro- in order to promote his agenda. So we're going into this seven-year period, and this is often referred to as the tribulation period. The first three years will be pretty good. There will be peace and cooperation, which I'm sure after we have war, famine, a bunch of stuff taking over, peace and cooperation will look really good. And this person who says they're able to solve all our problems, I mean, it seems like at this point they have. After those initial three years, though, he will be proclaimed as God, which is accepted pretty much by everybody. In fact, he will be almost deemed the term God by everybody, which he will accept fully. And with complete control over the economy, he will require everyone to worship him. So with complete control over the economy, the worship he requires will be what is famously known as the mark of the beast. There have been a lot of people who have said, All these things are the mark of the beast. I know at one point, I believe it was Roosevelt. My notes aren't in front of me. Those notes aren't in front of me. But I believe Roosevelt, who introduced Social Security, was said to have been the Antichrist because everyone was assigned a number. A lot of people right now are saying that the chips in our credit cards are the chip, the sign of the beast. A lot of people are saying we're going to be literally chipped. (laughs) Who knows? I know. I had a conversation about that on one of the previous episodes. We talked about the implications of chips in the brain, and I did not bring up the Antichrist during that conversation. But going back to what the mark of the beast will look like, the Bible states that the mark, and this is a quote, will be forced upon all people, great and small, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive the mark on their right hands or on their foreheads so they could not buy and sell unless they had the mark, which is the name of the beast, or the number of its name. So if you think about that, it would be very hard. And let's just say there are people out there who are getting wind of this, this guy isn't who he says he is. For whatever reason, they don't believe a word this man is saying and they do not want that. They do not want the mark of the beast. You will essentially, because we're three years into this, this is our fourth year, you will essentially have to survive for another three years without being able to buy or sell or do anything without that mark of the beast, which would be insanely hard. God, try going a month without buying or selling anything. So let's talk about the second part of his reign. So we're getting out of the first part where he's, it's all peace, it's all cooperation, our problems have been solved, we all have the mark of the beast. Then we're falling into the second part, which is not nearly as good as the first part. So the second three years will be filled with war and catastrophe. But then, After those seven years, Jesus will come, arrive, and defeat the Antichrist, which we'll see what what that's like. Something I just thought about right now is that 
when you when you look at the Bible and you look at their concept of time, and for those people who take take the Bible as as teaching as true, you know, it was said the world was created in seven days, but the seven days I've heard that can I heard those days can be interpreted as thousands of years. So I am wondering, I'm curious about if those seven years are more or less interpreted as 7,000 years, maybe even more. Because I know for people who read the Bible and, and follow it, time is kind of an ambiguous topic. It's very hard to interpret. So when they say after seven years, Jesus will come and reign and defeat the false prophet, are we talking 70,000 years or are we talking um, 7,000 years? Are we talking 700? Are we just talking seven years? I mean, think about it. Time is never set in the Bible. So that is the story of the Antichrist. To me, it is a very, it's it's eerie. And, and this is why it's eerie to me. And this is something, if this episode interested you at all, I would recommend looking more into it. I know there are a lot of pretty interesting prophetic documentaries out there that state what what could happen, what maybe already has happened. That's something to look into. I know we could do a whole episode on the whole reign of Nero, who was said to have been the previous Antichrist way back in the BC. I don't have enough time to go, and I don't have enough time to go into him. But a lot of people have said, hey, maybe the end times already did happen. Maybe we're doing this in cycles. There are so many interpretations of the end times, even just within the Christian Bible. And there is going to be more talk about this, viewing it through the lens of different religions, different cultures, and what they interpreted and perceived as the the end times, the apocalypse for everybody else. Now, if you guys are interested in this at all, there are so many sources, so many interviews you can listen to. I know Father Malachi Martin and Art Bell, the interview I was referring to earlier in the show, is a really good one if you want to hear something just creepy. Uh, Father Malachi Martin ended up passing away, I believe in the early 2000s, but during this interview, it was during the late 90s, and he said that he won't be around to see this person, but people who are in their 20s and 30s now will be, so that would put us, you know, in the early 90s. So that'd be anybody right now under 50, I would say, according to him, is going to see this person rise to power, which you know, after reading this, I really hope is not the case. But like I said, if you are interested in any of this stuff, whether or not you believe it, whether or not you follow the Bible, whether or not you think it's metaphorical, literal, or what have you, if this interests you at all, I recommend going into it, suspending your disbelief, and just going in and reading it. You can definitely, there are so many questions, so much stuff. It's, it's very imaginative. You can have fun with it definitely read it because I think if you want something that is very chilling and very interesting at the same time and up for interpretation, I would say go down this route because you can mention the end times to a lot of people, you can mention the Antichrist and everyone does have their own opinion on on it, whether or not they think the person is alive right now, whether or not it was some obvious candidates back in the day, who knows, who knows? So I definitely recommend checking this out. Thank you guys so much for listening to to this episode. This is another episode of White Noise, and I look forward to coming back next week.